Hello, fans of the Final Edition Radio Hour on PRN. This is Jeff Chrysler, co-producer of the Final Edition Radio Hour. And I just wanted to ask you to go over to thefinaledition.com where you can find our new iTunes feed. PRN has not been updating us uh, for about four months now, so we have moved our action over to a new iTunes channel in partnership with the National Lampoon. Keep listening to PRN shows. They're good people, but we won't uh, don't want to lose you guys. So please... Hop over there, share, rate, review, uh, and thank you. Again, thefinaledition.com, the radio link, and you can find uh, us on iTunes with the National Lampoon. Thanks so much. The Final Edition Radio Hour is a work of satire intended for people who own books, gentrify neighborhoods, and say they like kale. Please consume responsibly the satire, that is. Hi, I'm Jeff Chrysler. And I'm Tony Hedra. And this is the Final Edition Radio Hour. Tony, it's over. What's over? Our long national nightmare is finally over. They've arrested the corporate shills who run the place? What? No. They found a cure for gluten. No. Then what? President Obama's citizenship has been confirmed. It was finally proven that he's a real U.S. citizen by none other than Donald Trump. Ah! Are you okay? Don't say that. Say what? Are you okay? No. No, the thing you said before. Um, uh, Donald Trump's... Yes! That! I I mean, no! Stop! It hurts! I'm sorry. What do you mean, it hurts? Saying his name. (laughs) It brings up painful memories for me. Confusion. Feelings of despair and doom. Just don't say it! But we're a satire show. I have to say Donald... At least give me some warning so I can prepare myself. You want a trigger warning before I say Donald Trump. Ah! Save space! Save space! Yes, stop, please! Donald Trump, 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 Stop means no! Wow, Tony, you've gone soft. Maybe you should have asked me the question before we started. What question? Are there any triggers here tonight? Hey! That's the name of our new album. That's right. Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? is now available on iTunes and thefinalaudition.com. And yes, apparently, there are triggers here tonight. Where? Right here on this show. The, the Final, Final Edition, Edition Radio, Radio Hour. Hour. The health of the candidates has become an issue in the presidential race. The final edition asks the man on the street, what do you think? That's why I follow every candidate around with a rectal thermometer. This is the first election I'm actually excited for, because these candidates are sick. You know, I don't think it's fair that only Hillary is supposed to disclose her pap smears. Hillary Clinton died after 30 days in office for giving a speech without wearing a coat. You know who wouldn't be having health issues right now? 96-year-old Bernie Sanders. Oh, coughing. Oh, what a sign of a tough Marlboro man, huh? But Hillary coughs, and she's not a Marlboro woman, is she? She's just so week. I bet she's having her period right now. I am. President Clinton, he, he was like filling in for Hillary and he actually mistook, instead of saying that she had pneumonia, said she had the flu. Yeah, that's crazy. He's usually so good at playing doctor. Hillary got sick? Jeez, I shouldn't have French kissed her. Support the Muslims!
Bill, can you come to the front door, please? Now! What is it, Hillary? There's a basket on our stoop, and inside are tiny, ugly humans. Build that wall! Back, bitches! Oh. My. God. It's a basket of deplorables! Oh, it's a bunch of Trump supporters. They're kind of cute. Bill, get rid of them! But they need a home. I can't raise these freaks. Who you calling a freak? Yeah, lock her up! Lock her up! Lock her up! God, they're awful. And they all smell like Slim Jims. Now, Hillary, we Democrats are supposed to accept all people, no matter how racist they are. I'd rather flush these mutants down the toilet. Well, just hold this cute little trucker for a sec. Isn't he something? Hey, Crooked Hillary, drink this! Ugh! Bill, he peed all over me! He's from Texas. He can't help it. Get rid of them. These inbred freaks are about to give me another seizure! Fine. Come with me, guys. I think I know a good place for you. What's this? Melania, come quick. What is it, sweetie? It's a basket of adorable little racist, sexist, and xenophobes. Kill Muslims! All lives matter! Fat bitches! Aw, they have the best words. Oh, Donald, they're adorable. Can we keep them? I raised them as if they were my own. Come on in, little freaks. Trump! 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 Hey, Donald, can I get some money to see the doctor? I have this real bad rash. Get the hell out. <laughs> A message from the Republican National Committee. Fear. Fear, fear, fear. Fear, fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear, 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 fear. Fear. Fear, 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 Donald Trump had muted reactions when Hillary Clinton fell ill. But, in unrelated news, Trump has come out in favor of pneumonia. Look at pneumonia. It's a very strong disease. Very strong. Whether you like it or you don't like it, it's doing a fantastic job making people sick. I respect pneumonia. I really do. Mr. Trump, pneumonia recently praised you as a, quote, talented person and, quote, the absolute leader of the presidential race. Your reaction? Well, it's always a great honor to be so nicely complimented by such a highly respected disease. But a compliment from a deadly physical condition, doesn't that make you look bad? Look. I have no relationship with pneumonia, other than it called me a genius, well, and rightly so. It didn't actually call you a genius. Rightly so. It said Donald Trump is a genius, and he's going to be the leader of the party, and he's going to be the leader of the world, or something. Would you at least ask pneumonia to stay out of the election? I'm not going to tell pneumonia what to do. Why would I tell it what to do? Look, I got to know pneumonia very well when we were on 60 Minutes together. We had fantastic ratings. And wouldn't it be good if we actually got along with diseases? Wouldn't it actually be a positive thing? 
I think I'd have a good relationship with pneumonia. Mayberry. It was America's hometown, peopled by unforgettable icons of rural life. But whatever became of all those people as rural America changed and decayed over the years. I decided to go back and find out. The result is a searing documentary I call Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. As addiction to synthetic prescription painkillers became a curse in rural America, one of those who got hooked the hardest was Sheriff Andy Griffith's own young son, Opie Oid. Aw, gee willikers, Pop. I sure would like to go down to the fishing hole and all, but I haven't gone number two in a month and a half, and I've got abscesses in my crotch. And besides... Meanwhile, amid rampant poverty and drug use, Andy's Aunt Biatch had become a truck stop drug whore. is extra, and you gotta let me hit the crack pipe in the cab of the truck, or I'll suck you off for ten bucks. Oh, and it's an extra ten for every one of my teeth that falls out. The scourge of crystal meth hit Mayberry hard, and nobody had a worse habit than Deputy Sheriff Barney Fife. Andy, you should have listened to me. I tell you, those police radios were reading our minds, telling us what to think. I had to take the damn thing apart. Oh, and I did all right, along with the rest of that patrol car. Into pieces. All the parts are out back. Don't worry, they're in alphabetical order. Only Gomer Pyle got out, driven by economic desperation to join the military. After five tours of Afghanistan, he came back a broken man. Fortunately, he was able to find a measure of solace in the arms of his lover. Ooh, Gomi, why don't you let me give you another little haircut? Just a trim this time, sweetie. Come on, baby. Ooh, ooh. Let, let me get the scissors. Golly, Floyd, take it easy with all that stuff. If the townsfolk find out about us, they'll be surprised, surprised, surprised. I mean, Shazam, Floyd! Sadly, they were both murdered by Gomer's homophobic cousin, Goober. I document all of it in Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. And nobody knows the story better. You see, my name is Otis Campbell. After years in recovery, I left town. Otis! Otis Campbell, the town drunk? But I thought you were in the cell all these years, telling me to kill and dismember Sheriff Andy. I knew I shouldn't have listened. Oh, Otis, I'll give you a free blowjob if you let me smoke your liver. I'll cut it out. See my new documentary, Return to Mayberry, Harvest of Fucked Up Hillbillies. Get away from me! I escaped you people! You'll get yours, college boy, once Donald Trump is president. The Final Edition Radio Hour will be right back. Welcome back to the Final Edition Radio Hour. You can't wait for the live-action Beauty and the Beast movie. You've watched the trailers four times. You're also 45 years old. Disney understands you love feeling like a kid again. That's why Disney brings you its newest sing-along songs, Sing Along Songs 18+, plus, for those over 18. Wait, like me? I mean... 
I do love Disney. Exactly. And now Disney knows that. So it's going to speak to you, adult, using all the classics you know and love. Try this one. Mrs. Potts, is that you? Of course, Belle, dear. I see you came into the ladies' washroom. Is everything all right? Well, tale as old as time. True to say the least, both a little scared, neither one prepared. Girl, I got that yeast. I know just what you mean. Recognize these gems? Down here all the fish is happy, cause I got a high sperm count. Down here all the fish is happy, cause I got a high sperm count. In my beach shorts. In my beach shorts. All the hits. A whole new world where Kobe Bryant did that shit. He's a tramp, but I love him because there's a double standard in the USA. I got a bad back, got a really bad back. It's Is my lumbar. I got a pickup truck, but you need some guys from Home Depot. Spend 50 bucks or so. Yo, girl, it's me, your boy, Wally. Upgrade your iOS. I'm going to downgrade your ASS. A pizza is a dream your heart makes when... You're dieting and you're asleep. If you keep buying them, we'll keep making them. Order yours today. It's a small lump after all. It's a small lump after all. It's a small lump after all. That's why you need chemo. Please rise for the honorable judges at dinner. So then I said, and Mr. Donaldson, remember, you are under oath. Order, 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 order. Oh, being a judge is the best job ever. Am I right, guys? Order, order, order. But not as good as the choice to come to Chili's for our recess. So many great Tex-Mex options. Hello, welcome to Chili's. I'm going to take your order. Are you going to record the order? I'll write it down. But will you record it? Yes, I'll record the order. Order, 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 order. Sort of. Here's the order in which we'll order. Mathis, Franklin, me. Come back to me. I'm not sure what to order. Objection. Mathis, you're not ready to order. That will mess up our ordering order. Order, order, order. I'll just go first, and Franklin can go after me in the order. Order, 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 order. order, order. order. Whoever. I'll order the black and blue burger with an order of fries. A Jordan. Where are you going? I think my butt just ordered up a number two. Order. 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 Let me get an order of the quesadillas. Mathis, you're up. Objection. I'm still not sure what to order. You've been so disorderly today. Just order already. Order, order, order. Don't order me to make my order. I'm not ready. Sustained. Order. 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 order, order. order. Can I order porterhouse ribs? But I'm not sure if I want to order the full porter order or the half porter order. Full Full porter order. 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 And I'll also have the water. What? Sorry, I meant water. Great. So that's a burger, quesadillas, water, and ribs. Objection. That's not the order. You got our order in, out of order. Whatever. Your honors, the bathroom was out of order. Is it one of those ones that you need a quarter for? Sometimes they seem out of order unless you use a quarter. 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 This has been Judges at Dinner. Quarter. 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 Quarter.
And now the final edition takes you to the furthest reaches of the universe, to a place where science, humanity, and reality are pushed to their very limits, to a place called Space Station W. Steve, what just happened? How did you get here? You guys, this is incredible. I was down in the lab, experimenting with wormholes, when I... I came unstuck in time. I currently exist at all moments of my life simultaneously. I'm living every second of my life at once in a never-ending present. Every second? So right now you're also at basic training? And a baby? Yes. It's an amazing feeling. Wait, that means... You're pooping right now. What? If you're living every moment of your life, that means that right now, while you're talking to us, you're also pooping. Well, yes, I suppose technically that is true, but I'm also transcending the laws of time and space. Sure, but you're also pooping. Like, a lot. I mean, you've probably pooped every day. And there were some days when you had stomach viruses or something that you pooped several times a day. And you're doing all of it right now while you're talking to us. Yeah, that is pretty gross, Steve. My My friends, my very existence rewrites all the laws of physics. Don't talk to us while you're pooping. Seriously, that's nasty. I really think you should stop focusing on that one aspect. I see in four dimensions now. I have things I can teach you about the fabric of reality. I'm not kidding, man. Stop pooping before you talk to us. I cannot. I constantly exist at all times. This is a real weird thing to get hung up on, though. I mean, technically, I'm also having sex while I'm talking to you. Ew, while you're pooping? You're a dirty dog, Steve. No. I mean, yes, but you guys are idiots. I'm going to talk to the infinite consciousness at the heart of the universe. Goodbye, my friends. Later. Bye. Well, I have to take it, dump. I'm going to go find that wormhole. Welcome to Next Door, the neighborhood website. You live in Northwest Los Angeles. Here are some notices from Next Door to you about your neighborhood. Someone let the leaves blow into my pool from the yard. You know who you are. Hello, I'm Teresa Marquez, and I am running for the neighborhood council. I'm fighting for clean streets and sidewalks for every resident, especially the invisible thetans that live inside our bodies. I hate to post this again, but the parking space in front of the vacant lot on 1175 Madison Avenue is my parking space. I have placed a sign indicating it as my preference. Please show respect. Teresa Marquez, you should not use this website to announce your candidacy for neighborhood council. This website is purely for reporting robberies and selling organic bedding. I think Teresa should have the right to announce her candidacy here. The neighborhood council is relevant to all residents especially the invisible thetans that live inside our bodies.
Neighborhood alert! Neighborhood alert! There's someone selling puppies from a van around those Filas! I just followed them from Prospect Street to Talmadge! Does anyone know the governor? Neighborhood alert! Neighborhood alert! Someone has been following my van around Los Feliz. It's making my dogs nervous. Shut up! Did anyone else get a notice saying the city is opening an exercise track on Fountain Street? If I wanted to live in downtown Syria, I'd have moved there. Come join the community garden cleanup on June 7th. We will clean the weeds that I point out and plant seeds where I tell ya. Please bring closed-toed shoes, water, three letters of reference, and recent headshots. Those are your notices from Nextdoor, the neighborhood website. Get to know your neighbors better, because now they know where you live. The very lovely, ever-popular, Malaria! Thank you, thank you. No, really, thank you, and thank you, and thank you. (laughs) And a big thank you for that great introduction from my comrade-in-arms, the legendary Hall of Famer, whose stats beat every other those lowland gorillas. No disintended, guys. Just because you made one mistake a couple of million years ago. 
doesn't make you the bad guys. So let's hear it for Lowland Gorillas. And a shout out to African Fruit Bats. And of course, every virus and bacterium's favorite, that lovely, charming, helpful species, Fellow pathogens, what would we ever do without rats? Or ticks? Oh, God of pathogens, I love ticks. Ticks are the future. Okay, down to business. We have a whole bunch of pathogens buying for the top spot in wiping out the pandemic that calls itself Homo sapiens. Some bright young newcomers, some veterans hankering for a comeback on the up and up. Dengue fever! Hard working HIV! Never say die HIV! Bubonic plagues back in the running. Bless his dear old proteins. And our good pal, Influenza. Always waiting in the wings. How about it, Flu? <laughs> uh, maybe. Uh, kind of retired. Oh, yeah? As in semi-retired? Newcomers from the hood. Necrotizing fasciitis! Kreisfeld Jakob syndrome! And don't forget 2014's two fisted slam dunk winner, Ebola! The envelope, please. And the winner of the most promising pathogen of the year is... Oh my god! It's the first mosquito-borne pathogen since I won in 2010! Give it up, pathogens of the world, for plucky little Zika! We'll be back right after this. Thank you so much. Hi, welcome back to the final edition Radio Hour and Segment C, our regular comedy, comment and critique corner. My guest today is Jeff Chrysler, 
co-producer of a new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon. Are there any triggers here tonight? Jeff, welcome. Thanks, Tony. It's great to be here. Even though you are not here, but 70-odd miles away. You know, folks, although Jeff and I have co-produced almost 200 episodes of the Final Edition Radio Hour over the last four years, thanks to the miracle of the internet and remote collaboration, we've never actually laid eyes on each other. I think it's better that way. Don't you, Jeff? Well, yes. I mean, in the future, everyone will have 15 minutes of not seeing each other. Yes, indeed. So, Jeff, tell us, um, how did Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight come about? What are you talking about, Tony? You were on the group email. Yes, I know how it came about, but they don't. Our listeners? Oh, right. I forget about the listeners sometimes because they never write, they never call, they never rate, review, or share our stuff. Anyway, basically, it's a lot of math. See, we pretty much make an album every week with these shows, but I'd say 99% of our stuff is kind of crap. Rate, review, and share. So if there's just 1% of 200 shows, that's about two shows. So we took that gold and said, let's sell it. What? what? That, that's, that's not... What are, what are you talking about? Okay, fine, fine. Most of our stuff is great. In fact, all of our stuff is great. In fact, we decided to do an album, and we actually had too much good material. Then, if you remember, you and I started focusing on this ongoing commentary about safe spaces and trigger warnings and how comedy can't offend anyone, and there was a Charlie Hebdo incident and protests, and we just looked at everything happening in the world and in comedy, and we found our voice. We found what this album could be about. Our setups, our bits, the continuity, the whole thing sort of came together from that, and it is what it is. Well, I think that's a magnificent statement of what Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight um, stands for and contains. So why don't we get down to brass tacks, as it were? What would you say are your favorites, your personal favorites on the album from the final edition of the National Lampoon? The album being Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? The title is indeed Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight, yes. The, the album that's available on CD Baby iTunes and the finaledition.com. That very one. Uh, I happen to love the Isis is not gay sketch. Okay, well, let's listen to Isis is not gay. Hello, we are the Islamic State of Iraq and Syria. Some people call us Isis. But you shouldn't. You should call us the Islamic State because we are all Muslims from now on. Don't look at those other Muslims. And whatever you do, don't call us Isis. And don't call us gay. We are not gay. We are proud kings of the entire Muslim world, no matter what the entire Muslim world says. We are every Muslim united against the United States. Except right now, we are all Muslims united against other Muslims. But forget those other Muslims. Especially the women. Yeah. Just call us the entire Islamic State. And don't don't call us the Islamic State of Abu and Rahman. We are more than just two guys. Two guys who hang out with each other and hate women and are not gay. Don't call us gay. Do not call us the gay Islamic State of two gay guys having the gay sex. What we do is not sex. It is training. Innocent, naked training. So, to summarize, we are all Muslims, so do not believe all those other Muslims who say we are not. And we are not repressed gay men who are cutting off the heads instead of masturbating each other. But we are also masturbating each other. It is training. So, Jeff, what actually appeals to you about this, uh, other than the fact that it might get you killed? That is one of the appealing things about it, to be honest. I think it's fantastic to poke a stick directly in the eye of the most vile of anti-satire organizations out there. And the only way to deal with them is satirically, don't you think? I believe so, because, you know, laughing at people is, as we've discussed in many others, the best way to bring them down. And it certainly worked for Charlie Hebdo. So what else do you like on the album? Uh, I like the piece that's uh, sort of about American ISIS, the New York Police Department. So we're saying that the New York Police Department is similar to ISIS? 
Well, I would say it's not really, but it seemed like a nice, you know, way but to talk But is that because they're not gay or? It's because they have a certain strict set of standards by which they expect other people to behave in relation to themselves. I can't disagree with that. Let's take a listen to the PSA for the NYPD. This is a public service announcement from the New York City Police Department. Nationwide, young black men are 21 times more likely to be killed than young white men during police stops. Yet, despite this grave danger, people still risk publicly pointing out that young black men are 21 times more likely to be killed than young white men during police stops. This is just the kind of thing that gets young black men killed during police stops. If you are tempted to criticize police for stop-and-frisk policies, shooting unarmed civilians, and arrest quotas that many people say exist despite overwhelming evidence that they exist, please remember, most police officers are good at their jobs. But the New York City Police Union representative, Pat Lynch, is basically a child. So, when you're on the road, or at a protest rally, or just sitting around at home where you don't think anyone can hear you, please resist the urge to criticize police. Remember, one critical remark can change your life. And that's all it's going to change. Well, I think I've already got a pretty good idea of your opinion of the NYPD, Jeff. So let's just go right along to um, your third and last favorite piece from the album, Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? Well, keeping everything in the same sort of vein, like a thematic thing, you've got ISIS, you've got gay sex, you've got American authority and security. I happen to love the piece we did after the CIA admitted that they forced anal feedings in order to get information from people that were starving themselves, and it was called Shea Rectal. Shea Rectal, yes. Um, you do seem to have a sort of focus here on gayness. Authority and butts. I like authority butts, and I cannot lie. I see. Well, well, okay, very well. Then let's listen to and lap up, as it were, Shea Rectal. Oh, this does look like a fancy restaurant. How did you hear about it? It's the restaurant that the CIA opened to prove that their practice of forced rectal feeding was not torture. So all the food goes up your butt? Come on, just try it. The website I saw gave it two thumbs up. Way up. My friend ate here. Well, technically, he didn't eat. Hmm. Did he recommend anything? Yes, stay away from the swordfish. Ah, here we go. Welcome to Shea Rectal. Do you have a reservation? Uh, no, we don't. No problem. We can squeeze you in. It's what we do. <laughs> ah, table for two right over here. Please sit down while you still can. Ah, ah, ah. Oh. <laughs> um, I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Honey, I'm sure they've heard it all. We don't mind. If our customers can take it, so can we. The wine list is there on the back page of your menu, under rectal hydration. Honey, white or red? Oh, it all comes out red. If you're adventurous, you might order a carafe. Oh, water's fine. I think we'll go straight to dinner. As you wish. Although, before your main entree, we do recommend having a tossed salad. Oh, I'll go for that. But of course. Oh, oh my. Oh, yes. Oh, oh God, that is good. Oh, yes. Wait, what, what's that in your hand? Uh, uh, ground pepper. Oh, 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 Jesus! That's enough! That's enough! Well, honey, you've got to try this. I'll, uh, have the soup. Thank you. Oh, oh, ooh! Careful, it's hot. And what would Madam like for the main course? 
You know, I could never stomach the thought of frog's legs, but here, stomach has nothing to do with it. I'll try them. And I'll have the lobster tail. Uh, 16 ounces good. A 20 ounce is better. Ah, what the hell? 20 ounce it is. Here you go. Oh, god damn it. Oh, Jesus Christ. No, no, please. Oh, waiter, can I get some melted butter, please? But of course, here we are. Oh, oh, oh my, yes. That's, oh, that's much better, thank you. Oh, yeah. Oh, my, yes. Honey, how are the frog legs? Chicken! Baked potato, anyone? Uh, mashed, please. Uh, do you have risotto? <laughs> I hope you folks save room for dessert. We have cheesecake. You know what? I am full. Sweetie, split it with me? Honey, you always say the cheesecake goes straight to your butt. Oh, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think we're done here. And how was everything? I know you say it's not torture, but we're ready to confess. <clears throat> We were both planning to bomb JFK Airport. Airport. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Both of them. But of course. Hello, and welcome back to the final edition Radio Hour and Segment C, our comedy comment and critique corner. My guest today is Tony Hendra, co-producer of a new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon, Are There Any Triggers Here Tonight? It's now on sale wherever good albums are found. Tony, welcome. It's great to still be here. I mean that quite literally. Oh, that's good to hear, Tony. You've got a lot of great satire left in you. Uh, now, Tony, we've been listening to my take on the new album from the final edition in conjunction with the National Lampoon, but now it's time to get yours. And I'd say the question on everyone's earbuds is, what the hell does this new album have to do with the National Lampoon? Well, the National Lampoon, as is probably common knowledge, was for some 20 years run into the ground and under it by a sequence of morons and criminals. And it ended up in a very bad place, putting its name on absolutely grade C straight-to-video movies and even, at one point, having a comedy cruise in the Caribbean. So when it was taken over by its current proprietors, one of their first jobs and uh, obligations they felt was to rebrand the National Lampoon or refurbish the brand, if you prefer, and try to get it back to where it was in its glory years. And the only difficulty with that was that they had no creative content providers, as we are called. And at the same time, I had approached them to revive a show which I produced in the 70s called Lemmings. And it just seemed like good timing that the two of us the National Lampoon and the Final Edition should start working together. So it's also quite logical that since the National Lampoon needs creative content to rebuild itself and creative content which is commensurate with that which we did back in the glory days 40 years ago, it also seemed natural that they would become co-producers and co-presenters with us on this album. So that's why it says National Lampoon presents the final editions. Are there any triggers here tonight? And it can truly be said, since I was one of the original editors of the National Lampoon, that this is material which, in my opinion, is every bit as good as the material we produced back then. I think you are right. That was our attempt, and all along the final edition, I, I've, I've joined up so that we could have that spirit. Hopefully our next album can be called The Final Edition in Conjunction with Van Wilder Presents... <laughs> 
Stuff that never should air. Yes, indeed. All right. Well, this is really superb. This album, Are There Any Triggers Tonight? I am very proud of it. Could you tell me uh, some of your favorites from the album? Well, yes, I have actually many favorites, but um, a couple of my favorites on the first side, which offends this small Ohio college at which we are purportedly appearing, is possibly the more genial of the three sides, as we call them, and yet it still triggers all kinds of horrible feelings on their part and and a very negative reaction, which is in itself hilarious. So here's a couple of uh, items that I particularly like from this side. One is the Bernie Sanders sex tape. Let's play it. A scandal has hit Bernie Sanders after video emerged of Sanders more than 40 years ago starring in a pornographic movie. The 1973 one-reeler was called Vermont Me, You Vixen, billed as, quote, the film that leaves you screwed, blued, and Jewed. Sanders was characteristically forthright talking to reporters about the film. I insisted my female co-stars make the same pay I did. And I made sure even the fluffer got health care. In the movie, Sanders went by the show business name Rock Hard. But see if you can spot a young Bernie Sanders finding his voice in this clip. I am so horny here in Vermont, real maple syrup no longer satisfies me. Who could that be? Hello, I have come to deliver your pizza. And although you and I have never met and perhaps have basic areas of disagreement on sex positions and doing anal, we might have common ground in our mutual horniness and our desire to reform the corporate tax system. And maybe, just maybe, we can bang. Oh, baby, if I take out my giant titties and muss your hair, do you promise never to comb it for the rest of your life? I will make and keep. That promise. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, keep your okay. sweater on. Oh, yeah. I have come. And now I must make you come. Equally. Yeah. Oh, here I go. Uh, I am experiencing enormous pleasure from this encounter. Free health care. Oh, yes. Uh, uh, this condom was free. It is government issued. Tony, what is it that you like best about that? Is it taking down of... Uh, Bernie Sanders as a pure figure, or is it just old people having sex? Um, well, of course, he's not um, He's not old in this. This was from 40 years ago, so he would be in his 30s, and therefore presumably a rambunctious young stud, always at the ready. But what I like about it is that his, uh, his whole demeanour is, is exactly as he is now. And I believe, even back then, that Bernie Sanders would, had he done a sex tape, sound and speak exactly like this. Well, I, I consider this less satire than historical record. What is your next... Exactly. What is your next favorite piece? Well, my next favorite, and this is obviously because I have a great deal of Irish in this in this aging frame, is really my favorite on this side, which is Abby Parker's quite brilliant parody of Enya. I'm going to be honest with you, Tony. I think this is one of the dumber pieces on our album, and I mean that in the best of ways. It is just so... I can't... It's Let's just play it. Celtic Winds is proud to present this St. Patrick's Day, Enya. Singing the classic songs of Ireland, don't you know? Hear her transform songs like Danny Boy. And it's a long way to Tipperary. As well as old favorites like Old Mare's Arse. 
forgive me, Father. I had a wee bit too much to drink the other night. Fiddlesticks. Away with you. Where's your sack of potatoes? And old foggy bum. Get your tickets today. Tony, that was that was very moving. It is moving, is it not? It's a, some of the most beautiful Celtic music I've ever heard. It reaches me right to my fundaments. That's disgusting. And I think it's a good time to point out, like, I think it was true with my choice of Shea Rectal. Our stuff, we're not preaching. Yes, we have some points to make, but we are sort of absurd and ridiculous. And I think nothing shows that better than Enya singing the Irish classics. Indeed. And uh, do you have a final piece that we can try to fit into this Well, segment? this is self-serving in the degree that I actually wrote this piece, but I think this is one of the best pun titles I've ever come up with. It is uh, called Copophilia, and it is a trailer for a television series about a particular kind of cop. Play it. Coming this fall from all three networks, it's Copophilia, yet another searing drama about Americans' crazy, doomed, but unending love affair with cops. James Franco stars as Officer Lou Stiggy Stiglitz, yet another bipolar, sociopathic, trigger-happy, but always endearing cop who strews bullet-riddled corpses, ruined lives, and routine injustices in his wake the way a snake sheds skins, and always comes out smelling like an endearingly battered week-old rose. Hey, officer, how can I have a career in law enforcement? Get your hands on the car, you fucking dirtbag. What you got in your pocket? A fucking gun? He's got a fucking gun. No, no, you you put it there. Ah, mommy! Good job, Stiggy. Keep these numbers up, you'll make lieutenant. Like you say, Captain, forget the law. It's all about enforcement. Copophilia, the series that brings you the heartwarming inside story of the brave men and occasional deluded female who 24-7, 365 are ready and willing to put their lives on the line for one another. I saw you plant that gun on the kids, Diggy. I'm going to IA. Tell you how it works, Cadet Cody. One of us kills a perp, sugar. We all kill the motherfucker. Ever hear about the one rotten apple in the barrel? Yeah, and you're it. That ain't the way it is, sweetie. One good apple in the barrel spoils it for the rest of us apples. One good apple in the barrel is a fucking rat. Jesus, you just shot her in cold blood. Uh Uh-uh, motherfucker. You did. Copophilia, the show that brings you the enduring truth that any police force in any society embodies the darkest, cruelest, and stupidest prejudices that society harbors and whitewashes them so clean you love those boys and babes in blue. Excuse me, officer. Um, Can you tell me the way to the Statue of Liberty? I'm eating. Go fuck yourself. You know, you people are the same everywhere. Back home, we call you lot the filth. Get your fucking hands in the car, you limey faggot. What do you got in your pocket? Probably the gun you're about to put there. Bobby! 
Copophilia, yet another exciting, engrossing telenarcotic series from yet another craven network that brings you yet another flawed but lovable version of your own collective lizard brain. Cops, you gotta love them on Copophilia. Well, Tony, that was that was great. I think that uh, we've discovered some new themes. One is that we hope that the police and ISIS and Enya never hear our album. <laughs> yeah, but I also think that the, the use of triggers in this particular sketch is obviously the kind of triggers that we should really be warning people about. The 300 million triggers in this country with itchy fingers on them. So the trigger warnings seem pretty trivial compared to that. Well, yes. That may be a serious point, but satire does have a serious point. It does. Don't take us so seriously that you try to kill us. Or at least give us a trigger warning before you... Anyway, this was segment C, the comedy, comment, and critique corner of the final edition Radio Hour. Thank you, Jeff. Hi, welcome back to the final edition Radio Hour. I'm Tony Hedra. We're going to give you the opportunity now to do some comparative listening and play for you some classic tracks from the National Lampoon Radio Hour of 40 years ago, on which our satire is closely modeled, both in tone and content, and in the fact that it is satire red in tooth and claw. they send you here it doesn't ruin your vision like a tv show you do have a by silly buddy practice yoga on the ground or get up and walk around you can do it when you're listening to the radio lunchtime you can shave or wash your hair while our show is on the air you can cook up a fondue and we'd still be coming through you can stay in bed and you'll find we don't care at all just as long as you keep listening to the radio tell it to the bugle corps oh yeah Smoking reefer on the radio While we're really eating cookies and you never know We could tell you we look great when we're really overweight You can get away with so much on the radio Oh yeah, yeah So tell them what you look like on the radio Cause if they never see you then they'll never know Doesn't matter if you bat me Cause they'll never know exactly What you look like when they listen to the radio Yeah R-A-D-I-O Not television R-A-D-I-O Wearing blenders Mr. Brando, I understand you, you refused your Academy Award because of your sympathy with the Indians. Isn't that correct? Yeah. And most of your energies are now devoted to helping the Indians, aren't they? Uh, yeah. Yeah, that's the way I spend most of my time now. Well, now, could you tell us why you believe in expending so much of your efforts in aiding the Indian cause? Well, for one thing, because of the way the Indians have been treated in this country... I mean, you go out to the reservation and you see how they live. They live like pigs. You know, I, mean, I mean, because it's the only way they can live. It's the only way the government will let them live. That's one of the reasons. Of course, there are other reasons. What are some of the other reasons, Mr. Brando? Dark meat. Boy, I love that stuff. Beg your pardon? Dark meat. Oh, boy. I'm sorry, Mr. Brando. Are you inferring that the... Those engine squaws, boy. They f*** like bunnies. Boy, you get one of them squaws and they'll f*** the out of you. You know what I tell them to do? I tell them to take these two fingers and cut the fingernails off and to stick them up my ass. 
They tell the a pig and the Edith's vomit. God, I love that. You know, Ed Sullivan, we kid him a lot, but Ed Sullivan is one of the greats of this business. And in the cab on the way over to the, to the studio tonight, I had a funny thought. What if Ed Sullivan were tortured? And when I say tortured, what I mean is what if steel needles, say six inches long, were plunged into Ed's eyes? I, th I think it would go something like this. our show. Thanks for listening to the Final Edition Radio Hour. The voices of the Final Edition are performed by Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Dan Vitale, Jeff Chrysler, Barry Lank, John Marshall, Abby Parker, Rachel Rauch, Steve Rosenfield, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Rob Miller, Kayla Merrill, Andrew Danish, Leslie Shapira, and Tuchel, and Darby Worley. Credit to our writers at the Final Edition Radio Hour, Bruce Cherry, Jen Dodd, Jim Earl, Rob Gordon, Tony Hendra, Jeff Hendrick, Jeff Chrysler, John Marshall, Barry Lank, James Mount, Jessica Park, Kurt Weitzman, Leslie Shapira, Kate Knowles, Jeremy Rayburn, and Steve Rosenfield. The Final Edition is produced and directed by Tony Hendra and Jeff Chrysler. West Coast production by Barry Lank. Audio edited and engineered by Greg Russ and Andrew Hammond. The Final Edition Radio Hour is the property of the Final Edition LLC. Copyright 2014.